climate change, poverty, mental health, young people and adults face a world of constant change. It's the connections we make, innovations and education that come together to help us make a difference. Welcome to the power of young people to change the world. In this program, we bring together leaders that share stories designed to inspire you to serve, learn, and change the world. Now, here's your host, Amy Muirs. Welcome to the Power of Young People to Change the World. Um, I'm your host, Amy Muirs, and I'm here every Thursday on Voice America Empowerment Radio, where together we explore how young people are using their ideas, creativity, and passion to shape a better world, and how educators can utilize the power of service learning to redesign education. If you've been a listener to any of our previous shows, you've heard me talk about the power of service learning, especially how it supports the social and emotional growth of our young people today. Service learning provides opportunities for students to really apply those skills like caring, respect, responsibility, and honesty to real-world experiences. It's that focus on mental and emotional health of our young people where we're going to focus our conversation today. So joining me are two members of the advisory board of Born This Way Foundation, which was a foundation created by Lady Gaga and her mother, Cynthia, to support the mental health of young people and work with them to create a kinder and braver world. So Keely and Spencer were selected from more than 500 applicants from around the world to sit on the advisory board. And I know we're going to dive in and learn much more about what they're doing and what the advisory board does and the foundation. But Keely is an entrepreneur and disability activist um, dedicated to making social, systematic, and economic change. And Spencer is the spokesperson for Inclusion Matters an organization focused on including children of all abilities in play. I just want to thank you guys so much for joining me on today's show. Um, Before we talk about all the great work that you're doing as part of the Born This Way Foundation's advisory board, I would love for you um, to share more about each of you. So um, if you could introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a bit more about what you guys do in your free time. Keely, I thought we'd start with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure to to be here. Um, So I became disabled when I was 17 years old, and that completely changed my life. And I, uh, I actually moved to the USA. I'm British, as you can probably hear. Um, and I lost a job actually in the in the entertainment industry due to ableism, which is the discrimination against disabled people. So I founded a company called Sea Talent, uh, which is a talent agency that represents high profile deaf and disabled talent. And we also consult for some of the largest companies in the world on access and disability. And um, and I, that is what I do. I mean, that is my life now, and and I enjoy it so much. And I live in LA with my uh, with my pop and my newlywed husband as well, which is very strange. Congratulations! To say. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Spencer, how about you? Could you introduce yourself yourself to our listeners? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on here. And Absolutely. Uh, second, uh, I guess uh, just, uh, well, my name's Spencer. Uh, I was born uh, with a rare genetic disorder. Uh, it's short version is called TAR syndrome. You don't want to hear the longer version. Uh, 
basically, I was just born with much shorter arms. Uh, if you can imagine your arms in your shirt and just the hands sticking out, uh, that's basically me, but all the time. Uh, and uh, I used to have legs, but since the bones didn't separate all the way, they were kind of bent. And I had to get my legs amputated at the age of six, and I've been a double amputee ever since. Uh, but uh, even when I was in that uh, time of my life for just having legs and then moving on to having no legs, uh, I worked with uh, the Inclusion Matters organization uh, to not not only as a participant uh, as a kid, but then as I grew up, I started to uh, become a public speaker uh, to advocate for more universal plan accessibility, help open new playgrounds at different places. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, right now I'm currently studying uh, introduction to education at my uh, community college and uh, happily working at a very inclusive, very, uh, very uh, accommodating job uh, at my local target. Um, and uh, I and I am just uh, really happy to be doing what I'm doing right now uh, because it's uh, just speaking up for others and uh, and speaking up uh, to uh, make change right there and then. Well, it sounds like you both have um, the background and the expertise to really represent um Born This Way Foundation and the great work that it's doing. Spencer, would you mind um, just giving our listeners an overview of what the foundation does, its mission? Uh, so our overview uh, would be the, the foundation's mission is uh, essentially to support youth mental health and work with uh, young people to build a kinder and braver world and uh, as a member of the board, uh, we are given multiple opportunities, uh, just like this show, to help spread our mission to more people and to advocate for others on a global, national, uh, or just a small scale uh, to make change occur in real time. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, Keely, could you tell us more about Channel Kindness, um, what it is and why it's important to you? Yes. Um, you know, I, I love Channel Kindness. I, you know, the Born This Way Foundation believes in the healing power of kindness. And through Channel Kindness, the foundation creates this safe space for young people to tell their stories of kindness, resilience and community. And um, I shared my story through Channel Kindness recently. And it was a great opportunity to share something that personally helped me through one of the tougher time, toughest times in my life. And I think it made me realize as well, you know, how much a small gesture, something like that, something like contributing to channel kindness can make such a huge difference, not just for other people, but for yourself as well. Um, I feel like society tries to censor our voices a lot of the times Mm -hmm. and being able to have a platform like channel kindness where you can truly share, um, share things authentically. It's it's really powerful. Because uh, I don't think we should be afraid to speak up if we want to, to share, sh- to share our stories and be heard. So it's a, it's a really wonderful, safe community where we can share all of those things and be encouraged and supported. That's wonderful. We all need that place and space where we can be our authentic selves and, and really share our fears and, you know, our goals and our, you know, what's happening um, to us um, and be supported in that. So um, wonderful space that's been created for that. 
Um, Keely, I'm wondering, how does the foundation really engage young people? Like, what are you guys working on? So the foundation works with young people in lots of different capacities. Um, So us personally, we're invited to share our thoughts and collaborate on everything from campaigns to research um, and share our personal experiences and also learn from other leaders in lots of different areas of, um, of social good. And, um, and when I started as an advisory board member, uh, one of the first projects that we worked on was sharing our thoughts on creating the most impactful Be Kind 21 campaign. And, um, and that's been incredible uh, you know, to, to personally be able to share my knowledge um, around creating completely accessible environments and um, and you know to be able to give access to everyone to participate in the in the fantastic campaign. So it's amazing to hear everyone's perspectives and um, to you know all collaborate together um, in in those types of meetings. That's wonderful. Um, I'm wondering about. So you talked a little bit about research. Like, have you got have you had the opportunity? to engage in research or to read anything that's informed some of the work that you've been in, been doing? Yes, absolutely. Most recently, there was a study and we talked about um, some research that was done on empathy, which was mm-hmm. incredible because I feel like a lot of the times when we think of research, we think of, you know, kind of the tedious things and <laughs> not great research, <laughs> but like really learning about empathy and the research behind it has been incredible. That's amazing. I always think about um, part of, um, we support service learning at NYLC and the process is around investigation. And um, research is one of those things that I think we think, oh, that's for somebody else, but it's so informative. (laughs) And those research studies just can be really impactful, especially when you're wanting to take action on something and what really informs that. So, that's wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Spencer, what have you been able to work on since you became an advisory board member? Uh, well, I have so far been able to write uh, content for uh, the web pages of the Born This Way Foundation, uh, just on uh, the site uh, about um, just different kinds of uh, acts of kindness that have been shown to me about and to and to show to others and uh, hopes for the future. Uh, I know that I, uh, I'm currently working on one uh, that I'm titling Ripple Effect, uh, but it's basically uh, just like talking about like, oh, like how, the, how one thing uh, influences another thing, influences another thing, and how, uh, how that influence can come to uh, being inclusive, being kind, and uh, just... Uh, incorporating a disability into it and just uh, going from there and kind of like branching off in different directions with that. But uh, then I've also, uh, I'm currently in the works of uh, creating uh, video content for uh, World Mental Health Day uh, coming up soon. Uh, And uh, I've, and I know that uh, we've also been given opportunities uh, through the board uh, with uh, the the younger, um, the younger uh, organization, I think it's called. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a leadership speaker organization. Uh, and then uh, through our TikTok kindness campaign, where we partnered with TikTok, that was a huge deal. Um, and uh, we're 
and uh, we're still very happy about that. And there's so much more that we uh, have been able to work on. Uh, I know that personally, uh, I am uh, currently uh, trying to work on the technology uh, to get it set up and and all that, but uh, I'm currently uh, getting into the creation of a YouTube channel featuring more kindness in the world and bringing joy to the people around us. And uh, it, I, I just need to get a microphone and, and webcam set up. But uh, once I do, I, I just want to be able to share stories and share how kindness has influenced uh, and how the little things uh, can uh, bring you a long way. And uh, then uh, kind of show like, uh, I guess just like uh, how, uh, just how being myself is like, uh, how it's like to work a target, how it's like to be a person with a physical disability as well as a mental uh, disability. Uh, I, I was put, I was uh, only recently diagnosed with um, uh, ASD and ADHD. Um, and uh, that that's been a game changer on how I do things now. And so it's been, it's really just like, uh, I, I just want to show people that it is possible to uh, keep, to live a life and really make a difference uh, despite uh, whatever uh, you might uh come into whatever settings you might have. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, uh, that's, I, I'd, I'd say that's right now the, the basis of what I've been working on so far. No small feat at all. Live a life and make a difference. That's, that's a, great, um, a great segue for us. We're just going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue down this path and um, continue our conversation with Keely and Spencer. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual Spring National Service Learning Conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. listening to the power of young people to change the world with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back, everyone. Um, if you're just joining us today, I'm here with Keelian Spencer from Born This Way Foundation. Um, again, I just want to thank you both for joining me. Um, before the break, um, Spencer was talking about some of the campaign um, campaigns that he's been involved with. And Keely, I'm wondering if you can talk more about the Be Kind 21 campaign that is going on right now, kind of what it is, how can we get young people involved, um, what you're seeing that's happening um, with the campaign right now? Yes, absolutely. Um, so Be Kind 21 is an initiative started by the Born, the Born This Way Foundation and it's an invitation for everyone to practice kindness towards ourselves and others every day from September the 1st to the 21st. So it has just ended, but um, you know, doing acts of kindness doesn't just have to happen between the date. And what, um, what Be Kind 21 has done is really you know, make it habitual, it makes it a habit, it makes it conscious. And it also builds a community. So you can carry it on even past the the 21 days. Um, and, you know, kindness can be so many things. And it, it really gives room to explore that and talk about it. I think oftentimes we, we think about it, but we never really bring it up in conversation. What is kindness? And what does that look like? And what does that look like for you, your friends, your family, your communities? And, you know, what I really found was that kindness is self-care. It's mm -hmm. advocacy and it's also taking action. And it doesn't always have to be big actions. It doesn't have to be big gestures or cost a lot of money. It's in the small interactions. It's in those little things. And it's also something that every single person can participate in and what I specifically love about uh, the Born This Way Foundation and how Be Kind 21 has um, has been shared is that it makes kindness cool mm -hmm. I feel like uh, it really brings everyone in it brings young people in and it really engages um, engages everyone no matter your age or where you're from it's it's a really wonderful simple and easy way and cool way to to get involved and to to engage everyone and, and be kind that's amazing um I will say so this was oh probably five years ago I want to say something around around there, maybe a little bit longer. Um, Lady Gaga had a concert in St. Paul, um, Minnesota, where NYLC is based. And we volunteered at the Be Kind um, booth at the concert. And just the energy, not just because it was a Lady Gaga concert, but um, just the energy around this idea of being kind to one another and creating a safe space and being yourself, um, it was just energizing and electric. Um, and the young people were so expressive and just welcoming to each other. It was mm -hmm. like a, walking into this community. And so I just... Mm -hmm. um, like I said, it was probably more than five years ago now when I think about it. It was one of the first years, I think, that um, that the foundation um, was promoting the campaign. But um, I just uh, I just remember that inclusive feeling. Mm. Um, and you just don't see that 
in a lot of other spaces. So, yeah, um, I love that. And it's like, it can be one single act. It's, and that one single act can just turn around someone's day mm-hmm. and can be so memorable. And I, and I think as well, the connection between kindness and mental health can be forgotten. And it's, it's such a powerful, it, they're so well connected. I, it goes such a long way. I, I love that. Absolutely. So speaking of inclusion, Spencer, could you tell us more about Inclusion Matters? Um, And I would love to hear like what you've learned about the need for young people to share their voices. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. So uh, Inclusion Matters, uh, just to like uh, do a basic thing. Uh, Inclusion Matters is uh, an organization that builds inclusivity uh, among communities uh, and young children, especially uh, pretty much everyone of all walks of life. Uh, it was originally called Shane's Inspiration. Uh, if anyone listening uh, gets that uh, bell rung uh, from that name, uh, it's now Inclusion Matters uh, by Shane's Inspiration. Uh, but uh, at the time it was the main the main focus was uh, building uh, universally accessible playgrounds. Uh, basically, just it doesn't matter uh, who you are. If you go to this playground, you can get on the equipment. You can use all the equipment. Uh, and that was, uh, and that that is still one of their biggest missions. I know that uh, there was talk of another uh, being built. Uh, I'm not going to say. Uh, where, but I know that that has that is in the works, uh, and uh, the it, it's just uh, it it's grown to also be a teacher to others uh, and giving opportunity and support to those in need, and uh, in, in addition, uh, building bonds that last lifetimes, uh, multiple mm-hmm. lifetimes. Uh, I know that I wouldn't be who I am today without them, and uh, and just. Uh, that and uh, with those building bonds, I do remember that I, when I was a kid, uh, I was uh, part of this big uh, like uh, thing where it was the the building bonds part. Uh, basically, we uh, they got uh, elementary school of uh, kids together before they brought them to the playground uh, to where uh, me and my my differently abled friends were waiting for them. Uh, they first asked the children in the classroom uh, what they what their thoughts were on uh, people with different abilities, uh, and the biggest overall response to that uh, before going to the park uh, was that they felt sorry for them, uh, that uh, or that they felt like kind of uncomfortable um, or whatever, and kind of all the things that like kind of like we're trying to. Uh, that I that I would rather like not be what it is, but you got to start somewhere uh, for change to happen. Uh, and uh, then they brought the kids over to the playground, put us into groups, and then let us go wild uh, on the playground. <laughs> um, that and uh, we made so many g- great friendships. Uh, I probably had like three or four different people uh, with me all the time. Uh, like there were like one for every differently able person, there was like four or five people assigned to them uh, from the classroom. Uh, and then finally people were crying, like as they left on the bus uh, leaving. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, then when they got back to school, uh, they then were asked the same question of what their thoughts were on uh, 
people who are different abilities. And immediately the change was apparent and gigantic. I mean, people were saying all kinds of wonderful things saying like, Oh my gosh, like they're now my best friends. And, uh, or just like, this is something I want to make happen. Uh, I know that one friend of mine, uh, who, uh, was a part of that then, uh, years later, uh, when I met him again online, uh, he was one of the main leaders of that same, uh, uh, that same program and it was kind of ironic to see how far uh, he went with that um, and uh, it and it's just uh, so uh, wonderful to see uh, people going together uh, in different uh, to different places that was the main thing of that initiative that I loved was that everyone would be moving together in a pack like we were always uh, together like there was no separation because that's something that I notice uh at least I know that I've gone through a lot is just that uh, if I, if we need to go somewhere, usually I'm going to have to try to find a, I got to try to find like a back door or something like mm-hmm. that. Like there's like, is there a back door? Is there a ramp somewhere? Like uh, where, like where are the places that I can actually get in? Uh, and I would be separated from the group. Uh, and that uh, to, and that uh, just, uh, it, it kind of hurt. Uh, and to put it frankly, it sucks. Uh, yeah. And uh, so what I got, I guess what I want to say is just that I know that one day I'm not going to be young uh, or at this age where uh, I can say the things I can say and do the things that I can do. And so while I have the time now, I want to use it to inspire others to make that change occur uh, regardless of whatever uh, situation uh, they are born into. Just it, it just that everyone can make things happen and you just need to move and make it reality. It's something I've been telling myself a lot often. It's something I struggle <laughs> with a lot that uh, in, it's a, uh, I know my mother has told me that uh, motivation is something that uh, you can't wait for. Uh, it's something you choose. Exactly. Uh, it's, Very smart woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I still live with her. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do when I move out. Uh, but uh, yeah, she, it's, uh, it's really just that. Uh, but going back to inclusion matters, just that it, they really are uh, now so big into, ma- into bringing together people and uh, filling in that gap. Uh, between uh, people that that gap that never even existed uh, between uh, typically abled and uh, differently abled. Uh, Just like that the only difference was that they thought differently or look a little bit different. Doesn't matter. They're people like it's just like trying to, and just that they fill that gap so perfectly and at the most effective age, which is that young child age, mm-hmm. when your brain is like a sponge and soaking information, I I just, I'm, and learning. And I know that uh, when I meet with kids, uh, I will always tell them th- the truth because that's what they deserve to know. That's what they need to know instead of being lied to uh, about like how things happened. I know that I would put it off out of pain of having to retell the story, but I know that by retelling my story, that is actually making a change in real time and making uh, the the future that I want 
to happen happen uh, for kids to be more aware, for people to be more aware. And uh, it, I, and I'd say uh, to end my my rant uh, that <laughs> uh, that really just that this organization inclusion matters is just it, it really uh, it hits at such a deep level uh, with such a simple idea of uh, inclusive play. And, uh, and that the, that early in life, um, it changes the lives of so many kids. Um, and, uh, I know it certainly changed mine. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Um, and yeah, it doesn't matter how young you are. Um, there's that opportunity to really engage and change, um, right when, right at a very young age. We do have to take another quick break. And then when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Keely and Spencer. So stay with me, Amy Muir's on the power of young people to change the world. We'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Again, if you're just joining us, I'm here with Keely and Spencer. They are advisory board members of Born This Way Foundation. Um, I'm just so excited about our conversation. Now, Keely, so Spencer was talking about um, inclusion matters. So could you talk to us about C-Talent and Zeta Studios? You kind of talked a little bit about it in the opening, but what's it all about? Um, What's going on? Share. Can you share more about your work? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I became an 
incidental entrepreneur, I would say. Um, <laughs> and that's how I founded Sea Talent. I thought I was going to spend my life as a dancer, but the universe had other ideas, but it's been, you know, I believe everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. I founded Sea Talent to, um, to really create that inclusion within the entertainment industry. Cause I feel like the entertainment industry, advertising industry and media industries have so much power and we often talk, they write, there's so, mm-hmm. so much power. And I feel like we often talk about diversity being this voice at the table. But I wanted to pose the question, and similar to what Spencer was saying, is what if we don't have access to the door to get to that table? <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, we have to completely reframe that diversity, equity, and inclusion conversation to include accessibility. Because without the access, we can't have that conversation. And um, that was really the the idea behind both Sea Talent and Zeta Studios. And Sea Talent really came from a place of we need to see more disabled people on screen. We need superstars who happen to be disabled, and we have to disassociate disability with um, with you know pity and burdens and these constant stereotypes that we've previously seen on screen. Because I think if if we think of what does disability look like on screen right now, um, my mind automatically goes back to Captain Hook and um, you know me before you and those frustrating portrayals. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to create amazing and work with incredible disabled talent and break that barrier to entry and and get disabled people placed both in front and behind the camera and one of the things that kept coming up was a lot of our talent was saying oh I had a great time on set it was really fun filming this but unfortunately they had to do my makeup in uh, in the car park because the trailer wasn't accessible for me or they would say things like, you know, I had a great time on set, but they offered to carry me up the stairs because they didn't book an accessible venue. And it was that that really influenced the idea behind Zeta Studios to create a environment that is universally, universally designed, designed with everyone in mind, not just one type of person. So there's not two separate entrances. There's no revolving doors that some people can't go through. There's just one welcoming entrance. Um, and I, I really feel like when we have that conversation about belonging and company culture, then it comes from a different place and it's, it's accessible in so many different ways and, and meanings. And I think, um, you know, that has is so many domino effects with mental health and, and it's kind to be accessible and inclusive. Absolutely. And it makes me think, um, as you're you're talking about this, it's not often part of the conversation when, I mean, diversity, equity, and inclusion is at the table a lot, um, um, especially in regards to, um, in light of the events that happened um, during, that's happened during the pandemic and the shooting of George Floyd and mm-hmm. just, there's so many things, but that, that um, when we start talking about um, equity um, and in, equity and inclusion, the, the voice, yeah, the, um, the voice of the disabled isn't often at the table and you're, yeah. So thinking about that, that foundation of access um, is just, 
like, boom. Yes. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> I feel like sometimes we, we speak to these big companies and we, we talk to them about um, disability inclusion and accessibility and they often go, Oh my gosh, we didn't even think about it. Uh-huh. And it's not, it's oftentimes not because they didn't want to. It's just because it's this systemic issue of it's not been brought up. We've been constantly excluded and also the the fear of disclosure for those with hidden disabilities, that fear of like, I'm not going to be accepted if I disclose my my disability and I disclose my access requirements. So I think if we just normalize those conversations as well, um, that's a huge part of that access conversation. Absolutely. Keely, I'm also wondering, have you been able to engage young people um, in sharing their voices around this issue and kind of, I mean, I think you talked about this a little bit, but the impact that you hope this work is going to ultimately have. Yes, absolutely. I think now with social media too, there is so much more opportunity for young people to have the access to share their voices. Um, And it's amazing to hear about social media activism and the amount of um, young people in that community that you do get on social media is incredible. And I think as well, being able to also just share that, you know, you don't have to be speaking at the United Nations to make an impact. You Mm -hmm. can do, you can put posts on Instagram or you can, you know, do a video on TikTok and that has, you know, a huge amount of impact. So thinking about, you know, incremental impact. And uh, I think young people are so good at that. I think young people are just amazing at getting their voices heard and also just, being influential to their parents too and the older generations Mm -hmm. I feel like if we can engage um, us as young people we can we can make it more tangible for the older generations to change as well absolutely and if you're like Spencer you can start a YouTube channel (laughs) yes (laughs) so Spencer um Speaking of your YouTube channel, I'm wondering what kind of new skills that you've gained um, from your work on the advisory board and um, kind of what's been the support from the other youth, um, the other advisory board members and from the adults from the foundation? Yes, that's an excellent question. Uh, I'm I'm so thankful for the uh, cooperation and patience, (laughs) mostly, of uh, everyone around me. in the organization and just uh, locally, um, I, I I'm really uh, so happy that the team is uh, shockingly really nice. Like overall, like thankfully we don't because uh, we don't want like any unkind people. That would be a major problem uh, to our uh, be kind uh, campaign. The mission, yeah, uh, and to the mission, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I'd say that just uh, really like everyone's been super supportive and. Um, uh, I'm really thankful, uh, especially for uh, my parents, uh, that just uh, that helped me when I get confronted uh, because uh, I just I, I know that um, I tend to when I am uh, confronted um, uh, that I will do uh, a kind of a ostrich head in the sand uh, kind of tactic. Uh, and uh, it, it doesn't work uh, is what I found. Um, and uh, it's but it it's a very instinctual thing and it's hard. And so having uh, people kind of on my team uh, to like that, understand that and really to like help uh, to help when that does happen uh, has been really 
just so important. And um, and then also uh, just with the with the advisory board, um, we've been uh, connected personally uh, over chat rooms and virtual discussions, and uh, we're and uh, we've. Uh, and we and we have like pages to really connect and just be ourselves, and uh, I'm really happy that we have that uh, kind of outlet uh, for when we do, uh, and to also share like uh, the different kinds of things that we uh, are uh, accomplishing and all that. That's amazing. That's wonderful, um, Keely. I'm wondering what's kind of been your most rewarding part of working with the advisory um, board and the foundation. You know, I think being part of a group who are so genuine and everyone has such similar intentions and, and goals, and it's it's just so meaningful to also be around other young people who are changing the world. I mean, such as, you know, Spencer and all the young, other incredible people in the group. I feel like it can often be a lonely road when you are trying to make a lot of change, but working with Born This Way has been been really amazing to to also see the confidence in the way that they share and they speak out and um and you know giving us the opportunities and confidence to do that as well it definitely provides so much hope and support and providing the groundbreaking initiatives that they are um is just being a small part of such a big big movement is is incredible it's really exciting to think to um engaging so many young people and just Mm -hmm. watching that movement of how many people can come together and how many people we can reach and and educate and um and just be a part of that it's yeah it's been amazing that's wonderful so spencer like what do you hope for the future of your work with the advisory board like how are you going to continue to lift up the power that young people have uh, yes. Uh, so uh, I did say earlier, and uh, you mentioned this too. Uh, yes, I am currently in the process of becoming a YouTuber uh, focused on kindness, uh, lifting up opportunities. Uh, just like kind of the goal is lifting up opportunities through the channel and then also um, my work with the foundation and just uh, like showing people uh, that being kind uh, isn't uh, isn't as hard as some uh, people make it out to be that really it's it's so easy but how uh, but how uh, just impactful it is um, and uh, I think that keeping up the work I'm doing uh, like it at first uh, it will uh, be a little bit slow uh, changes like that um, but uh, but that by keeping up the work uh, that I'm doing, uh, that we're doing together, uh, that in time it will make a difference. And so really, uh, what, what I have on the docket for my plan is, uh, to continue being myself and, uh, to lift up my peers, uh, with joy and kindness and just to really, uh, like really just outline like how great and amazing, uh, every, uh, young person is and, uh, the ideas that they have and, uh, overall just, uh, the, uh, the, the amazing work that people can do uh, if they really put their mind to it. I love um, when you said being kind it isn't as hard as, as some people make it out to be. It really um, isn't. It really isn't. It really isn't. We just need to prioritize and like 
internalize that that is important. Um, so I love that. Um, we do have to take one last short break. And then when we come back, we'll get some final reflections from our guests today. So stay with me, Amy Muir's on the power of young people to change the world. And remember, you can follow the show on social media at NYLCORG or find us at NYLC.org. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual Spring National Service Learning Conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. listening to the power of young people to change the world with amy muirs to find out more about amy and the national youth leadership council please visit nylc.org now back to the show so welcome back everyone in our final few minutes together i really want to get some reflections from each of you so spencer i thought we'd start with you um, and just some final thoughts um, you'd like to share with our listeners, um, whether that's advice or something you'll hope that young people will think about or walk away with. Uh, yeah, I'd say inclusive kindness. Uh, just uh, that's that's what I uh, follow. Um, being uh, that that mixture of inclusion and being kind, uh, like I I found are uh, a lot better when they're together and. Uh, it's uh, and even if you got a hard day, even if uh, it's hard to really smile at people or look at someone and not think like, oh, I just want to curl up or go away or whatever, that you can still be kind to others. Uh, however, it the day may be however crazy or calm your life is, uh, you can uh, it it still it only takes the motive. Like I said earlier, it takes only the motivation. Uh, to put forth the words of change, you just need to bring it up. Uh, and uh, I, I also have this mantra that I go by um, that I've used in many speeches, but I honestly, like, it's something that I just follow all the time and I love. And it's basically just that uh, it, the, the quote goes like this, uh, including everyone is good for everyone. Being kind to everyone changes everyone. And it only takes one to bring together everyone. Just how, like, just that kind of, like, 
uh, just the drop in the water and then the ripple effect of that and that how that the small little uh, like wiggling of the water turns into waves and the and just that is uh, and uh, it might seem futile but uh, it's definitely still uh, so important uh, for everyone. Absolutely. I love your mantra. Could you repeat that just one more time? Oh, of course. Anytime, anytime, all time, all the time. Uh, Including everyone is good for everyone. Being kind to everyone changes everyone. And it only takes one to bring together everyone. It only takes one to bring together everyone. That's wonderful. That's, That's a great mantra. We should all have that mantra. Um, Keely, kind of same question to you. Um, final thoughts and reflections, something you think our listeners, you want, you hope that they'll walk away with. Yes. Oh, wow. I love that mantra. That is amazing. Um, I haven't heard that one before. It's so good. So, so good. Um, you know, I, I think I would say to young people, don't be afraid to seek help or don't be afraid mm-hmm. to reach out. There are organizations, um, you know, Born This Way Foundation being one of them that are inc- incredibly supportive and, um, you know, don't be afraid mm-hmm. to seek that help. And, you know, every opinion is valid and your voice is so valuable And I guess the last thing would be, you know, if in doubt, be kind. (laughs) That, yes. (laughs) So, um, a much shorter mantra, (laughs) but definitely just an impact. I was like, how can I, how can I even come close to Spencer's? It's too good. (laughs) That was good, but. When in doubt, be kind. <laughs> like, what are you like, talking about, Keely? Yours is great. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. That, that. that really sums it up. You hey, know, when you, I- you made it out on the first try. This one I had to make like three times. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I'm learning from both of you is that we we all could use a mantra that's that reminds us to be kind. And I was actually thinking about, since we have a few more seconds, um, I was thinking about the impact that the pandemic has had on the mental health of young people. And even that, you know, wearing masks and some of the things that um, the, the kindness often radiates through smiles and eye contact and things that have been hidden Um, because of the pandemic. And I'm just, um, I'm just tossing that out there. um, And just wondering if you guys have experienced or heard stories um, uh, from young people about the impact that the pandemic has really had on kindness, um, and also uh, mental health, which is just one of those issues that um, I think has really finally come to the forefront, we can talk openly about mental health, which hasn't always been the case. Yeah, that's a really great question. Uh, I, I, I work at Target. Uh, so it's, uh, so I, I know that I am looking at people in the face all the time, but it doesn't really uh, sometimes come across who I'm looking at uh, exactly. Uh, and uh, it, it's really, uh, it's really been amazing to see like the different acts of kindness uh, that people do for each other, because like, it could be as simple as like, Hey, you got like less things than me. So you go first in the line to uh, even like to full on, like someone uh, dropped one thing on the floor and then someone else came over and just grabbed all the things out of their hands 
uh, and uh, after asking, being polite, not just like taking their stuff, uh, but like, uh, uh, but like uh, that they asked, like, can I help you? And that the person said yes. Like they, uh, that that's a that's a big thing right there. Oh yeah, um, that they uh, people are being uh, more accepting of help uh, of mm-hmm. getting help. That's so. Uh, that's that's something I've seen a lot. Uh, what about you, Keely? Yeah. And I think, again, like as well, going back to social media, it's been really nice to see more people connect and just share that kindness, like, you know, even post, like support your local business. Mm -hmm. And um, I think those have been really important. I think small businesses have had, you know, taken a great hit. And also, um, you know, PAs and those who uh, who are, uh, you know, caregivers uh, to to disabled people. And it's it's definitely brought up so many different things and so many different ideas um, of how to be kind too. So I, I think there's good things to take from it, although it's been an incredibly difficult time for so Absolutely. many people. Absolutely. Well, Keely and Spencer, I just want to thank you both so much for joining me today. Um, the work that you're doing is amazing, inspiring, and um, I now will create my own mantra that I'll share with you guys. Um, I have to think about it. I'll have to come up with a couple of drafts and then I'll share it (laughs) with you. But we all, I think um, if we all come up with a mantra to be, to be kind and that idea of inclusive kindness um, is just so powerful. Um, Everyone check out born this way foundation, check out everything they have to offer, visit their website, Um, make sure that you get involved in the kindness campaigns. We are all responsible for making this world a kinder, caring, inclusive place. Um, I do want to say, so last week, um, we had an amazing show with um, the twin sisters from Ocean Heroes, New Orleans. Um, so they're ta- they were tackling or are tackling plastic waste in our ocean and how it takes all of us working together to make a positive difference. I think when you think about the conversations we had today, um, it just underscores how important it is that we all find a way to engage in making this world a better place. We have to care about each other first so that we can actually move to change. Um, So if you didn't hear last week's show, I encourage you to check out the podcast. You can download it at Voice America on our show page or any of your favorite um, podcast apps. Um, I truly believe um, Josie and Nikki um, were inspiring. And when you think about, again, that connection Um, to how we need to care for one another. We can't clean up our oceans if we first don't be kind and care about each other and be inclusive in that kindness and understand that each of us has a contribution to make. I do also just want to do a quick shout out to the Allstate Foundation for their support of this great work. And um, for next week, we're going to have a great show Um, I'm going to be joined by Michelle and Mina from the California Association of Student Councils. Um, We're going to hear how they're engaging in civic action and tackling issues that they're passionate about. So mark your calendars, Thursday, 6 o'clock Eastern. And remember, join us as we serve, learn, change the world. See you next week. Thank 
you for tuning in this week to The Power of Young People to Change the World. Your host, Amy Muirs, will return for another program next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll serve, learn, change the world. 